Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Atalanta versus Liverpool in the Champions League. Yes, um, these Champions League games are coming thick and fast. Um, back in the days, it used to be every two weeks. And you cherish that, oh yeah, we got a Champions League game. But now because of coronavirus and pandemic, um, it's, forced, it's forced this scheduling to be incredibly intense where there's always a midweek game and a weekend game so rotation in this period making sure your your defenders your midfielders your whole squad essentially can be as injury free as possible during this intense intense scheduling period of football fc atalanta um notoriously known as the free scoring goal scorers um they bag goals for fun in Syria. We we were aware of this. We've seen what they did to Midgillen, um, beating them four 0 Um, they had a little hiccup against Ajax, uh, during two two. But this time they were at home, so the onus was on them to try and outscore our defense, which everybody obviously knows about how um. Very restricted we are in options at the back. Um. So it was it, it was a time for Liverpool's defense to see how they can sustain Atalanta's attack and we'll get into if they sustained Atalanta's attack. Um Yes, Liverpool going forward um obviously we came off the back of a 2-1 win against West Ham. Diogo Jota scoring the winner against West Ham. Um I, I in my last podcast I was calling I was calling for um, Firmino to officially be benched and let this new front three do what they need to do because Jota is just scoring goals for fun. And was that going to continue today? Well, we'll get into that as well. Um, yes, yeah, so for this game, it was important for Liverpool if they, have, if, they, if they were able to get a victory today to extend their lead in the group stage to five points which would be quite significant at this early stage in the Champions League because the dream to obviously, is to obviously qualify with as minimal games to spare, with, with as maximum games to spare, sorry, um, which will allow rotation and take the burden off player intensity. So yeah, that's what we were dealing with today. So let's get into it. Let's get into the lineup. In goal, you had Allison, left back Robertson, um, centre backs Reese Williams and Joe Gomez, right back you had um, Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three was um, Genie Wanaldum, Jordan Henderson, Curtis Jones, and up front, Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane, and Diogo Jota. Yes, 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 yes. Usually, I say your usual front three, like I say in previous podcasts. But me, but me saying Diogo Jota and Liverpool fans calling for Jota to finally start means finally Klopp has listened to Liverpool fans. And this was the best decision moving forward because he's on a hot streak. You don't want to keep somebody who's on a hot streak consistently on the bench. And it was time for Firmino to get dropped due to the fact that He's not himself. Um, he looks tired. He looks lethargic. 
he's been the system, but it, it it was just time for just new ideas moving forward in attacking options. And we'll get into Bobby Firmino a little bit as well. So yeah, also notable absentees. Um, again, no Thiago. Um, yes, he'll be the best option going forward when he's fit. But it just goes to show that that tackle Richarlison made on um, Thiago was quite horrific. It must. It was quite. It must have been quite horrific, because we played. We played um, Everton, October, sixteenth, seventeenth. We are now approaching the third week since that game, um, and still no Thiago. And obviously, it was a bad tackle to his knee. But we've seen pictures of him light jogging, individual training. Um, it's just about team training and integrating him. Hopefully, 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 he is in the squad for Manchester City on Sunday. Because that's going to be a big, big game. It's going to be a very big game. Um, so, Reese Williams. Um, yes, happy for the guy to, to start. No problem with that. Um, again, obviously, we had Nat Phillips who had... Who who wasn't even registered to play in the Champions League, um, but he had he was man of the match, um, on Saturday. So, but wasn't registered for Champions League because obviously at the time, I was Klopp was presuming you'd have Fabinho, Reese Williams, etc. Um, and yeah, uh, Curtis Jones as well starting, um. Does he step up today? We'll get into that as well. Um, Because obviously the last time he started against Ajax away, it was, or was it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Ajax away. He didn't really show the qualities that we want, that I wanted wanted to see. Um, So this was kind of redemption time. And against the toughest opponents in our group, um, let's see if it forces players to step up. So yeah, other than that, the usual the usual suspects are the usual suspects. So yeah, anyway, the game starts now and I'd say for the first for the first five, six minutes, both teams were kind of trying to figure each other out. Um of it, Liverpool looking tidy on the ball, Atalanta trying to work out how to break down this Liverpool team. Um the first noticeable attack of the game comes when a ball is played, I believe, from Jota to Sadio Mane, who's outside the 18-yard box. He has his back turned to defender, takes a touch with his right foot, pops it with his left, um, straight at the keeper, but the keeper takes it over the bar. Um, so that was the first noticeable attack. Um, and then the second noticeable attack after that, a lovely ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold through to Curtis Jones, um, who had the beating of this defender. But then he, when, he got, when he turned in, he turned in on his left foot. So it just meant that reduced shot power was due to happen, which happened. So he had no shot power and it was a comfortable save. And then Atalanta won the break. Um, they had a shot. Um, Allison kind of half saves it, but it, again, it didn't have any shot power from Lewis Muriel, so it wasn't really a threatening ball. 
And then finally you were seeing that onus of both teams being known to be attacking starting to come into fruition. So attacking confidence grew, but it grew astronomically for Liverpool because finally the opening goal happens. Um, again, a lovely through ball. Lovely, lovely through ball from Trent Alexander-Arnold. He passes, it, 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 it rolls through perfectly for Diogo Jota. Um, you got this defender trying to foul Jota. And he knows, he knows if he holds him any longer in this box and Jota chooses to go down, the referee has no choice but to blow for a penalty. But Jota says, F that. I'm staying on my feet for this one. Keeper comes out of goal. And Jota does the most disrespectful thing. He chips it over the keeper. Messi-esque. Messi-esque. Like, that, the Messi type of dinks that you see when he chips a player and scores. And the ball just slowly rolls to the bottom corner as Jota half strolls away from goal, watching the ball roll over the line. And it's another goal for the old goal. The old goal, Jota. Yes, we're calling him the old goal, Jota. And that is why every single Liverpool fan... Every single Liverpool fan have been, has been crying for him to start. Because every time he's come on this pitch, he just keeps on scoring. He just keeps on scoring. Um, and he's done it again today. And it's just proven that with this, with this, um, with the introduction of now Jota starting games, it now, yes, forces Firmino to the bench. Um... But that it includes, but it improves our squad depth in, in uh, on the bench as well. Cause let's not get it twisted. Even though Bobby Firmino has been the system for three, four years, um, the core. Sometimes your system needs operating. It needs updating. A few implementary changes. You still respect the system for what it is, but an, a new, younger, fresher idea. Um, system can come into play and help intertwine and help this Liverpool attack spawn in different ways. Um, and it also nullifies the fact that, oh, Liverpool's system can only work with a false nine. You can't have an actual striker. That's what the, that was the terms we were hearing. That was the terms we were hearing. So far, it's no and void. It's no and void because Liverpool were very, very fluent and looked very confident on the ball. And that was just the 1-0. And then the next goal comes in now. Number two. Um, Liverpool have a corner. The ball's whipped in. Um, it's cleared. The ball falls to Joel Gomez from about um, 35-ish, maybe 40-yard-ish um, in the central. And you know I've been, what I've been saying in um, the earlier podcasts. Um, with the West Ham one, when I said Gomez was overhitting those um, long diagonal balls, and and he's trying to do the Van Dyke thing of um, getting those diagonal balls right. It well, it looks like Joe Gomez patterned that um, patterned that um, passing accuracy of his, cause he delivers a a a, a, a chipped over the top through ball. It falls to Diogo Jota. He controls it on his left foot and jukes the defender at the same time. Then the ball bounces. 
Then he takes it with his right foot on the half volley. And the ball flies past the Atalanta goalkeeper. And it's 2-0 Liverpool. And it's an absolutely worldy goal. Individual brilliance from Jota once again. Or individual individual play as well as the amazing um, cross from Gomez. So Gomez now doing that thing that VVD used to do for us. So that was lovely to see. Um, Jota bagging a brace for a second goal. And it just proves again what I just said two minutes ago. About the theory Liverpool system can't work without a false nine. And it can work because Jota is doing astronomical things at the moment. And he scored now six goals in five appearances. Insane. And you have to remember his per minutes ratio is going to be very low. Because he's come on as a substitute three times. Two two times, I think. Two, three times and then scored. So... His minute to goal ratio at the I'd love to see the stats. Um let me know at um my Twitter at is Coltekers K-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-Z-Z. Let me know on the socials. I'll plug it in the description. I I and yeah, it that was pretty much the first half. Defensively, it was I was very, very impressed. Very impressed. Um let me talk about Reese Williams. Reese Williams looks very assured on the ball. He was he was giving me VVD elements traits of looking composed, casual, not not um not being a reactionary type defender, reading situations before they arise, attacking them headers, um clearing the balls in the right opportunities. I was very impressed with Reese Williams. He was very tidy. I was very impressed with um, Trent Alexander-Arnold as well because them three balls were hurting Atlanta throughout the first half and they just didn't have any answer for us. And Andy Robertson was Andy Robertson, just doing Robertson things. Um, Henderson. Henderson, if you, if you watch the game tonight in that first half, you'd hear Henderson's voice non-stop. Constantly barking, demanding, shouting orders. He, we, I keep, I, I keep saying how he is imperative to how Liverpool standards are and how we raise our game. And without that, um, without that uh, presence, um, Liverpool's intensity just isn't quite the same. Um, you had Mane and Salah, who are helping link up play with Jota incredibly well uh, in that first half as well. So. That that was a beautiful first half performance as well, and also Allison was also busy. Obviously, as aforementioned earlier, with them couple saves that he had to make, and then the second half got even better from there. Um, this time, Atalanta have a corner. Um, the ball is whipped in. We clear our lines. Curtis Jones delivers a really beautiful. Sets a lovely, um, gets the right amount of pace on this ball, which falls to Mohamed Salah, who's open on goal. He's running, he's running with a defender about two, three yards behind him. And my worry was that he was going to allow the defender to close the angle on him and lose the opportunity. But Salah's acceleration, ah, this goal reminded me of the 17-18 Liverpool when you see us on the counter attack like that. Liverpool attack on the counter. 
Then when Mo Salah dribbled to the 18-yard box, it created a 1v1 situation where he used the defender as a decoy to um to block the t- to keep the keeper on sighted. And then he curls the ball top corner. That's 3-0 Liverpool. Lovely um for lovely goal from the Pharaoh. And he'll be very proud um with that goal. And I was very proud of Curtis Jones. I was very criticized. I was a little bit critical of him in the first half. Because he lost the ball a couple of times and he also made a clumsy tackle and got himself booked for yellow card. But um, in the second half, he literally kept that same intensity in the first half. And Atalanta just didn't have any answers still. And we were constantly overwhelming. And then the fourth goal came. Uh, Mo Salah delivers a nice ball to Sadio Mane. Um, creates a 1v1 situation. Mane chips the Atlanta goalkeeper with his left foot. Ball goes in, bottom corner, uh, no, not central, central of the goal, 4-0 Liverpool. Now you have all our front three have scored. Mane scoring, Jota scoring, Salah scoring. And this is the new front three now. It's the new front three reincarnated. And um, this is why it's important to get new signings for your team. Last season, last season we, would, we were struggling with Italian opposition um, this time round, um, because of fresh ideas, new signings, Jota, it creates it, it creates that hunger and intensity in our attacking options. Now Mo Salah is being more demanding for the ball. Jota, the introduction of Jota, young, fresh, hungry, informed striker, getting goals, and Sadio Mane is reading that situation as well. He's got a goal of himself. So our new front three all helping each other. Was brilliant to see. And then the fun didn't stop there. Um, this time Mane, Mane um, delivers a through ball to Jota. Jota, no. It might, no, I don't even think it was Mane. I think somebody from our midfield delivers a nice through ball. <clears throat> One second. Let me drink this all Yeah, apologies. <clears throat> Somebody from my midfield gives a nice through ball to Jota. Jota goes around the goalkeeper, slots it, ball rolls past the ball. ball, I can't get my words out. The ball rolls over the line, hits the back of the net. 5 0 Liverpool. Diogo Jota, Champions League hat trick. His first Champions League. Not his first Champions League, sorry. Um. Oh yeah, sorry. Second start actually. He started the other Champions League game. That's my fault. Diogo Jota gets his Champions League, gets a Champions League hat trick, and his confidence will be sky high. So that is now, I believe, seven goals in your first five appearances. Diogo Jota can do it all, and he has all the credentials to be a world class talent. And you have to remember, this boy is only twenty three years old. He's only 23 years old. He's going to get better. He's going to be frightening. He's right-footed. He's left-footed. He's play- his performance today was um, like David Villar-esque in terms of how he shoots and how he finishes the ball um, and how he builds in link-up play as well. And it, it was very... It was, I was overwhelmed. I was so happy. And um, yeah... And I think he has to start on Sunday now. 
How does Klopp allow a man who scored a hat-trick to be benched on Sunday? It just can't happen, right? It can't happen. Um, and then, yeah, after that, um, we make a substitution in the 60th minute. We make three substitutions, actually. Uh, Tamiskus comes on. Robertson comes off. No, sorry, I did this wrong. Firmino comes on. Jota comes off. Obviously, got Jota got a hat trick, so let him get his rest. Let Bobby come on, build that perf- his performance up again. Um, Henderson came off, Cater came on, and Milner came on. Robertson came off. Yeah, so we made the three substitutions. Milner at left back, Henderson getting a deserved rest because he without him without him commanding those instructions, making sure our intensity is there. Um, but it, it it could have been a different game, um, and then yeah, Atlanta started to grow in confidence when the when the substitutions happened. They started to have a couple shots, key shots actually, half chances. Allison kept Allison busy. He made a couple saves, but Liverpool dealing with absorbing the pressure from Atlanta really well. So from our back line to Allison again, just ensuring that concentration. And complacency does not creep in. Um, and then we make another two substitutions. 80th minute. Um, Nico Williams comes on. Trent comes off. Tamiskus comes on. Um, who came off? Genie Wijnaldum comes off. Yeah. And then Milner comes into midfield. Tamiskus. Yes, you haven't heard that name in a while. Um, our backup left back comes on. So it meant that Matip didn't get any playing time, which is fine. You'd rather it that way. The way our back line was, you didn't need Matip to come on at all. Also, Matip just come back from injury. So it made complete sense to not have Matip, to not even risk him. Let him just build up fitness in training. And hopefully he'll be, he'll be an option on the bench on Sunday again. Because personally, I can't see Matip starting Sunday but he'll be an option to have on the bench, which is what we need right now. Um, and then, yeah, we, we were still dealing with a couple of def- um, pressurising moments from Atalanta. And then we won a counter-attack again. This time, a corner from Atalanta. Clear our lines. Nico Williams um, does a, a similar thing to what Curtis Jones done for Salah, creating that counter-attacking situation again. Salah again, one-on-one with the keeper. Shoots, keeper saves it this time. And then um, a corner comes in. Sadio Mane gets ahead, but it's straight at the keeper. And then he's angry as well. So, But then Firmino, let's talk about Firmino when he came on. Um, he still looked a bit like shaky a little bit. There was a time when he gave the possession away, which created a chance. For Atalanta to nearly score. I think I think that time they hit the pulse and it went out. Um, and then there was a time when Bobby was pressing okay well. Uh, and linking up with Keita and Milner well. But he didn't have any shots himself. I don't remember Firmino having a shot. Um, which is... And everyone... You could hear in the commentary in the live game. Genie was saying, Bobby, shoot! Everyone's trying to get Bobby's confidence going again. Because I think it's imperative now 
The whole team knows Bobby Firmino ain't his usual self. And yes, does Bobby Firmino deserve the criticism now? Yes, he deserves the criticism now. But he doesn't deserve the over-criticism. He doesn't deserve the over-criticism because he's still responsible for us winning the Champions League, winning the Premier League. Now, because you've fallen off, it's, oh, you were never a defensive striker and all this rare tear tear stuff. Let's not disrespect Bobby Firmino that much. There's a reason why Liverpool fans got a song in his name because of what he does for Liverpool. Um... But yeah, it just proves that we can adapt in another attacking form without Firmino at this present moment in time. And it'll be a good time for Firmino to sit this one out and be on the bench and read game situations. Because he when, he, when Bobby Firmino coming on as a sub is arguably at this present moment in time more frightening than when he starts. Because he would have read the game situation from a bench perspective and really... And realise where the weaknesses are occurring. Whereas when he's starting, he's not really seeing that. And he's not really uh, 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 absorbing the information to go and do what he does. That made us all love Bobby Firmino in the first place. Um, Naibi Keita, he looked... We were, I'm so glad for Naibi Keita to come back. Um, yes, it's been a while since we've heard of him. Um, the last time he played was Everton, I believe. Not even, no, not even Everton. It wasn't Everton, sorry. Yeah, it was just before the international break. Um, yeah, so it's been a really long time. It was apparently had coronavirus or he had a fitness issue. I don't think it was ever told what it was. It definitely wasn't an actual injury. It might have been COVID that created the fitness issue and it's taken time to build him back up again. But Kato looked fine um, when when he came on. He was pressing individually, forcing Atalanta players to give the ball away more than one occasion. Um, so it's a very happy with his performance. Milner did okay, did Milner type things at 5 0. You don't really ask too much. Tomiscus was okay. Nico Williams looks really good as well when he came on. Let me know. I, he usually gets discredited a lot. But this time, Nico Williams looks very tidy and he looks. He's creating attacking options as well. So. Um, he was at, he was at, he quite good coming on as a sub. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. And then that was the game five nil, Liverpool clean sheet, yet to concede a goal in the Champions League. Um, top of the top of the group by five points, and our next game is Manchester City away. So perfect performance, no injuries. Jota hat trick, obviously Jota man of the match. Um, and yeah. What a game to go into. Atalanta away where you're told, oh, a very attacking team is going to come and do this and that to you. And then you put in a performance like that in their own house and make them hold five. I'm very proud of the boys. Very, very proud of the boys. Um, by far our best team performance of the season so far. Let's replicate that into Sunday and going off into the international break. Um... Because, yeah, the boys have been incredible. The boys have been incredible. And the confidence now from everybody will be sky high. Alisson, clean sheet. The back four, keeping a clean sheet. Um, the midfield, doing their jobs. Um, our strikers, our front three, all scoring. Man City should be very, 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 very worried. 
They don't even have a fit Alguero or Jesus. It's still up in the air whether they'll have a fit um, strike force. Um, personally, for Sunday, here's what I would do after seeing the back of that performance tonight. I would keep that back five the same. I know um, Nat Phillips had a really solid game, um, but I don't think Man City is the right type of opponent for him. In terms of matchup wise, I think Reese Williams did incredible, incredibly well in nullifying attacks from nippy strikers and like not these um, target men. Do you know what I'm saying? Like West Ham, Nat Phillips was playing against target men, so aerial jaws was important. This time with no with no Alguero and no potentially no Jesus. It might be Sterling playing, playing the false nine, which means you have to watch out for nippiness. And I think Reese Williams will be the perfect type of opponent for that game. Um, and again, it's Gomez versus Sterling. We know they're not the best buddies, even though they're in the England squads and all that stuff. But we know deep down that they, they ain't cool like that. They have to say they're cool for the PR. So let's pray Gomez psychologically is as solid as he was today. Because Gomez deserves accolades. That ball for the assist to Jota for the second goal, amazing. Reading defensive situations, amazing. There's only one time when he got ripped apart and then they hit the post. But that was at 5-0. That's okay. You're allowed to lose your concentration a little bit at 5-0. But other than that, flawless performance. So I'd keep that back five. The midfield three, i definitely have Genie. i definitely have Henderson. And I think Cater will start over Curtis Jones. I think Cater would start over Curtis Jones. That would be a good midfield to have. And God willing, by then, um, Thiago is on the bench. I'd have Thiago on the bench for this game. Because we know he hasn't played any football yet. And just to assess... Because he will be on the bench assessing the weaknesses. And the same front three. Because then Firmino as well will be assessing... The same weaknesses um, if if we can't get an opening. So then when Thiago comes on, when Firmino comes on, they both download the data in their heads to go and make be the game changers and hopefully get over the line with Man City. So that would be good squad depth options to have. And obviously, I'd keep Matip on the bench as well. So if anything, that would be your three substitutions going into... Um, Sunday's game and also I'm also glad Robertson Trent didn't play a full 90 they only played 18-17 minutes max we know Robertson's been banging out full 90s Trent full 90s as well Gomez as well full 90s and they've just got one more game left um, before international break and yeah and Mane and Mane and Salah scoring I mean Mane is yeah Mane and Salah scoring playing full 90s but their fitness regime is out of this world. Let me tell you now, Muslim type players look after their bodies so well. So well, which is why they never get injured. And we are blessed to have them both at Liverpool Football Club. Both world class players in what they do. Um, yeah, and shout out to Jurgen Klopp um, for finding the right ideas. And Pep Linders and the coaching staff. Yeah, this was a very long podcast, I know. If you've managed to make it this far, um, thank you. If you managed to make it this far, thank you. Um, 
for listening. <laughs> it was a very long podcast, I know. I usually do 20 minutes. This time it's been 30. So, yeah, roll on Sunday. Thank you for listening to LFC Reactions and tune in next time where I give my post-match analysis of Manchester City versus Liverpool.